0: hello welcome to a brand new episode of sam talks nerdy i hope you're happy doing well just dominating life kicking ass taking names getting ready for the summer because it is gonna be a hot one i honestly never really like summer because i mean i live and i live in the south and for some reason where i've lived it's gotten extremely hot in summer to where you feel like you are living in an oven as of last week, I have officially finished college and it feels weird. I'm gonna to lie to you. It feels extremely weird. Like, no more classes, no more homework, no more projects, no more test book readings. I can read when I want to read of my own free will. No more having to worry about enrolling in the fall or spring. No more having to worry about housing. It's just, I'm done. I'm free and I don't know how to feel about that to be honest. I mean, think about how much of your life you spend in school. I mean, from when you're 5, 6 to when you are in your 20s. That's a long time to, where, to where like that's been like that's been a constant in my life of school. But now with it over it's just like I I guess I'm just curious to see what's next in store for me with life. I actually just got done playing Jedi Survivor, and it was a pretty fun game. I'm actually ashamed to say, but I spent a good portion of that game just exploring and doing all the open world stuff because it was just so addicting. I mean, whenever I'd be like in one of the hub areas, like on Kobo or on Jetta, and I'd just see like a little area off to the side of the main path, I would just go down there. No no questions asked to so go see what was down there. And that's definitely why it took me until just like yesterday or the other day just to finish the main story. And overall, I give it a nine or a or a nine point five. I would give it a, a perfect ten out of ten, but there were some glitches every now and then, some some texture in, in, inconsistencies, and just boats like motive as the villain. Just I I couldn't get behind it, mainly because of just. You you literally couldn't just go along with everybody. You were that selfish. I mean, I know he wanted to 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 protect, to protect his daughter, but I mean, like you couldn't just go along with everybody and do it that way. You literally had to like betray everybody just just to be that selfish. Anyways, on to the topic of this week's episode, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is coming in hot, and we'll be seeing a lot. Uh, different spiders in this movie. To name a few, we'll be seeing Spider-Man 2099, which I am very excited for, Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman, Spider-Man India, plus we'll be seeing The Spot for the first time on, on the big screen. And so, like Ant-Man 3, this is going to be a pretty heavy comic book 101 month. This month, I'll be discussing the comic history and stories of Spider-Man 2099, Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman, Spider-Man India, Spider-Punk, Scarlet Spider, and The Spot. Yeah, this might bleed over a little. Anyway, without further delay, let's kick it off with Spider-Man 299, one of my favorite Spider-Man variants. Yeah! A real quick note, most of what I'm going to share today takes place in his 90s solo series, so just keep that in mind. McGill was born at the end of the Heroic Age, or the modern day era of Marvel. He grew up in a pretty tough household with a very abusive father. Though he was rebellious, he was also a pretty smart kid, and he ended up being enrolled in the Alchemist's School of Gifted Youngsters. And a quick side note, during this era, during the sort of future, mobile heroes were heavily advertised with products and TV shows and all that stuff. While at school, he will meet his love interest, Xena Kwan, who was very gifted with computers, and she had to help Miguel against his bully, Cron Stone, and keep that name in mind, because we'll come back to him in a little bit. Miguel and Zena would start dating when they would become adults, though Miguel would eventually cheat on Zena with his brother, Gabriel's girlfriend, Dana D'Angelo. Though Miguel and Zena would get back together, and they would eventually marry. Miguel would be a very closed-off person, only trusting in his apartment's AI, Lila, created by his wife, Zena, and... For some reason, I mean, that makes me think of uh, Ryan Gosling in Blade Runner 2049 because kind of same thing if you think about it, you know, his only confidant was his apartment's AI. He will become the head of the Genex program at Alchemex, where he'll take part in a project to create super soldiers, and he will be inspired by Spider-Man. Eventually, after a subject dies, he would want to back out of the project, but Tyler Stone, the president of Alchemex's R&D, would get him to stay by drugging him with a drug called Rapture. To rid his body of Rapture, he would use the genetic experiment on himself, but things would go wrong when a Joe's co-worker, Aaron uh, DeLago, would sabotage the process and would alter Miguel's DNA, where he would be 50, 50% human and 50% spider, even having talons on his hands and feet. Talos once sent people to hunt him down, and to hide his identity, Miguel would don a mask he wore for Day of the Dead in a suit that his talons wouldn't tear, and he would even encounter Thorites, people who worship Thor, and they thought he was Spider-Man back from the dead. Originally, he wanted to get rid of his powers, but he would learn that he needed to be Spider-Man. He saw all the corruption and oppression in society, and even learned his mother, his own mother, admired Spider-Man while she was unhappy with Miguel and who he became. He would encounter a figure named Net Prophet, who was John Roger Tenzin, no idea who that is, and Thanatos, Rick Jones from Earth-9309. And he and Xena will go to Algamantis' floating city, or Valhalla, and encounter Thor and Heimdall, but they were actually people transformed to look like Asgardians, and to team up with other heroes to take down Valhalla. He will learn his brother Gabriel knows he's Spider Man and harbors some ill feelings, and keep that in mind, because we will circle back to that here shortly. Miguel would eventually meet Peter Parker in a 95.1 shot Spider-Man 299 meets Spider-Man. In this story, he and Peter would switch places thanks to tampering with a temporal energy generator. So Peter, in 299, would fight Vulture 299, while Miguel, on Earth-616, would fight Venom. He would also learn he's why the heroic age ended. And, at the end, the two would team up to take on Robin Bourne, the female hobgoblin of Earth-9500, and team up with that or Spider-Man, Max Bourne, Robin's father. With all that said and done, he would then learn that Tyler Stone is actually his father. After his revelation, he and Xena would travel to an independent research town called Nightshade. And during this stay, Alchemix would attack, and while Xena would leave and go home, Miguel would end up with a group of scavengers and help them fix a robot who would eventually become the villain Flipside. Sounds like the name of a Transformer, and there probably is a Transformer named Flipside. Probably worth a goop. After that, he would return home to learn that Doom 2099 has taken over the United States and its mega corporations. But here's the catch. He would actually side with Doom and become head of Alchemex and work to change it for the better. During his time as the CEO of Alchemex, he would meet Venom 2099, who was actually Cron Stone. See, I told you we would get back to him eventually. And here's a little fun fact in the Shadow Dimensions game, he was actually Scorpion 2099, so two different little stories here. The comics and the game. But the question is, which do you prefer? Do you prefer Venom 2099 or Scorpion 2099? Let me hear your thoughts. Next to Venom 2099, a villain called the Goblin would show up and start a schmear campaign against Spider-Man. And on top of that, neo who were working on Alchemax's underwater projects would start to rise up thanks to a new Namor, but they will be watered off. After that, it will be revealed that Goblin is in fact Miguel's brother Gabe, driven by his hatred for Miguel. But the story wouldn't be concluded due to the series getting cancelled. The last story arc of this run would end with Nueva York being flooded by the Atlanteans, and Miguel's mother and Tyler Stone would die, though in other series it's said that they survived, and Vulture 2099 would blow up Alchemix. Miguel team up with Doom 2099 to defeat the threat, and Doom 2099 will actually die, sacrificing himself to save society, thus leaving Kim, Xena, and other survivors to rebuild society. They would also reawaken Captain America and offer him Mjolnir, but he would decline, and thus Miguel would take up Mjolnir. But then in 3099, Steve would take up Mjolnir and let Miguel retire. And that would be the end of his story in the main continuity. There are some offshoots. The biggest one would be when he and Lila would be stranded in present-day Earth-616 by Tyler Stone. To make some lemonade out of the limits he's been given, he would go undercover and work for Tiberius Stone, father of Tyler Stone, at the newly formed Alchemex to keep an eye on things and to make sure things don't get way too out of hand. During this time, he would encounter Superior Spider-Man, or Doc Ock in Spider-Man's body, and be left to fight hijacked Spider-Slayers thanks to the Green Goblin. And even get caught up in an assassination attempt on him and Liz Allen, which revealed that they both heavily impact the future. Miguel would even accompany Tiberius Stone to a foreign country to sell Spider Slayers. And during this, he would find a Scorpion who was actually there to test the Slayers and save Tiberius from Rebels, causing him to change his mind on the deal with the country. And now we get to Spider-Verse. During this event, he along with other Earth 616 Spiders will be recruited by Spider UK, Mayday Parker, Spider Girl, the Earth 982 version, and Spider Ham to look for Spider Turtles and keep them away from the Inheritors. This will take Miguel, May Riley, and the Six Arms Spider-Man to 299 to find the weakness for the Inheritors, and this will even take them to Alchemex and Tyler Stone. Sadly, the Six Arms Spider-Man would die stalling an Inheritor named Damos and allow Miguel to trap him. But, Demos would escape thanks to a clone, only to be beaten by Puncher 2099, but this would allow Miguel and Lady Spider to go to Earth-13, only to find a massacre of a lot of dead spiders, and they would find Toei Spider-Man and take his robot to a it. but also during this... They would take on Norman Osborn of Earth-803 and that version of the Sinister Six, or the Six Men of Sinistry. The two would defeat the Six Men of Sinistry and then return to Earth-1 and defeat the Inheritors. But that wouldn't be the end of it, because Superior Spider-Man would attempt to destroy the web of life and destiny to try and change his fate. He would be stopped, but Miguel and Spider-Gwen would have to leave the Six of Six behind. And it was out there for Miguel! He would end up in a post-apocalyptic 29 on Earth-9200 and encounter Maestro, and he would be mistaken for Peter Parker and captured. But, with the help of a woman named Strange, he would return to Earth-616. And he wouldn't do much after Secret Wars, the most recent Secret Wars, and he would even consider retirement, but he would then be talked back into action after his lover Tempest is killed by Dr. Kronos. And it's revealed that, that Dr. Kronos is working for the Fist, a rival group of the Hand. He would also encounter Captain America 2099 who was stuck in the present day thanks to the Vulture 2099. And Miguel would encounter the Inhuman Lash when a woman working for Parker Industries is revealed to be Inhuman when she undergoes terror Genesis. And she would name herself Gloriana and begin attacking people, even killing her girlfriend. On accident, that is. After all that, Miguel would learn that Tempest is alive but in a coma and being hidden away by her own mother, who also had power secretly. But, thanks to Parker Industries, Tempest would be moved to a safer location. After that, Miguel would return to 299 to take on the 299 version of the Sinister Six. And during Civil War II, he would go back to 299 to help the other heroes against the Anti-Powers Act. Alchemix would hire the Power Pack to take down the 299 heroes, but it would be revealed that Scrolls were in fact behind Alchemix the entire time and get defeated. Miguel will then take on the 2099 Sinister Six once again when The Fist, along with Dr. Frisco, would bring them to modern day. He would put a a stop to The Fist's plan, only to die by Tempest Hand, who was under control of Ron Stone. But not to worry, he'd be taken back to 2099 and resurrected by Doc Strange 2099. And that is the end of his story for now. Honestly, I would love a Spider-Man 2099 project. Either a spinoff of Across the Spider-Verse and his own movie or a TV show on Amazon Prime, with, like with what's happening with Silk and Spider-Man Noir. Maybe a TV show would be a bit more interesting because he definitely has a lot that can work for a TV show, and it could be a good way to really stretch out and use a lot of his story. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, that'll be it for this week's episode of Sam Talks Nerdy. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. If you can leave me a 5-star rating and a good review where you can, that'll be really appreciated. That really helps get my podcast out there for more ears to listen to. Also, feel free to leave me a voice message on Anchor. Tell me about your day, your favorite Spider-Man, maybe your thoughts on Spider-Man 2099. It will be linked down in my description along with the link to my Instagram at SamTalksNerdy to where you can stay up to date with the latest news and comic media. And until next time, stay well, stay healthy, don't do drugs, have a good day, don't time travel, don't get stuck in a different time period, and I will talk to you next time. Peace out. (laughs)